There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a sub science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about wet dreams, also known as nocturnal emissions in the science community, because yes, there's actually quite a bit of science about what happens to our ding-a-lingy-dingies down there, penises and vaginas, when we fall asleep and have an orgasm. Whoa, that was very <laughs> specific information. I would say like maybe if there's young kids listening, like don't listen to this one, but also it affects mostly Yeah, I mean, we might tweens. be. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's always worth knowing. That's what we always say. <laughs> a wet dream conversation, though, like with your kid, it's like, nah, I don't need to ever have no, that. It's true. It's not, yeah, I don't need to like, have it'll that with happen my parents. For... I don't need to have that with my kids. No, <laughs> for sure. No, no, no. But, you know, actually, that's beautiful if you're comfortable talking to your family about that, whether you're on the kid side or the adult side. What, sex or wet dreams? Anything like yeah. that. I never was able to talk about those things. I couldn't even sing in front of my family, let alone talk about sex. <laughs> <laughs> I love how there's like the, the singing to talk about sex pipeline. No, can anyone I, sing in front of their family? I guess some my people siblings can. did all the time. No way. Well, they would not like. They would just like practice. They would just like sit at the piano or guitar and just like sing out loud. I would literally go into the garage, into the car, and and if I heard a peep, I would immediately stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like that too. No, who can sing in public? James Charles. We just watched that video. Oh so God. funny. Bring me a little water now. Does everyone remember it? That was way Bring better me than him. Run. Sylvie. But the Sylvie part, is that the no? Because it sounds so wrong. Sylvie. I don't know what song it is anyway. <laughs> and if our <laughs> podcast is in fact mostly millennials listening, I don't know if anyone else knows it either. But James Charles is this young, you know, you know who James no, Charles is. No, I meant the is. song. Yeah. I don't know oh. if anyone knows that song because I don't know what that song is. It's a is. TikTok thing. I feel like it's probably a gospel song. Our Mississippi listeners will know it. Oh, oh. I don't know if that's you're right. true. Like, bring me a little water, <laughs> Sylvie. Yeah, it's gotta, be like, Sylvie? it's gotta be like old country, like... Yeah, yeah. What's the one? There's a hole in my, my bucket, bucket, dear Liza. Like, honestly, I'm scared to sing those. It's like, that's probably a problematic song. Oh, true. That's like yeah, inappropriate know where about that holes. Goes. And yeah, yeah. no. Um, we're back to work. We're back. If I, was anyone, about, I was about to say, we're back on vacation. <laughs> like, no. my brain's not working. Oh. We're and, back to work. And Mitch's brain isn't working <laughs> yet again. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about what's going on with me. <laughs> Because it's not fun to talk about it on every single podcast how something's wrong with me. But there is still something wrong with me. 
And yeah, that's where I'll leave it at today. Oh my God, it sucks. <laughs> it's like literally whenever we're like, people are like, we do want to hear how you are. I'm like, well, Mitch is always not doing Yet again. Well. <laughs> no, it's always in between. It's like when I don't see anyone or when I'm not recording a podcast, as soon as I'm about to do something, I'm going to get sick. Not sick though. It's always just like some weird symptom. Yeah, low baseline. Or it's like bad. some weird sensation. It's like, okay, there's like this part of my side that's twitching over <laughs> and over. What does that mean? <laughs> but then people help me online. Like when my finger was hurting, people were like, might be trigger finger. And then I looked it up. I don't have trigger finger. What? What have you been shooting? Exactly. But then your dad had trigger finger. But what is it from? It's just, uh, it can happen as from you From your age, phone? Also, it could just be from overuse that there's like... Um, it was like one of the tendons or something in your finger is swollen and so it can't move properly. Like video games? I don't know what it was for me, but I think it honestly was working out. <laughs> really? <laughs> but you've also strength. been playing video games it on the Vacaciones. No, but this was before vacation. Oh. Anyway. Because you are a G-A-Y-mer. Gamer. Oh, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wanna be that gamer. <laughs> nice. That was also a, uh, that was a Lady Gaga song. That was for the millennials. Yeah, true. <laughs> Millennial guys. Yes, and Gen Z gays. Hopefully, uh, no. That's all. Oh, La Rosalia. To me, that's the new gay icon. Whoa. That's my new gay icon. I think. Wait, say it again. <laughs> One more time so I can hear it. I just need to hear you say this because I'm like, yes. I think Rosalia is my new gay icon. Wow. Because definitely, like, I know you're in love with Bad Bunny, like, so yeah. much. And I do like Bad Bunny. But I, if I'm even at the gym or somewhere on a walk and just I'm like, I don't know what I want to listen to, I'll put that album on over almost anything. Motomami? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, but no, I'm also, I'm I know you are. sickly <laughs> obsessed with Rosalia. Like, I actually have a problem. <laughs> and your algorithm's insane. It's crazy. It's like, <laughs> Like a nonstop, and I and I also dream about her. And oh then my god! I'm I've had Spanish. Oh my god! I'm learning Spanish, and I'm dreaming in Spanish. I'm not lying. You're <laughs> lying. I'm literally not even listening. To that that's so annoying. You're such a liar. Someone said Buenas noches in your dream once. Literally. Ooh, dreams. We're gonna talk about that today. Um, <laughs> you're lying. But <laughs> no, like before, I because I'm obsessed with her concert. Like it looks so cool, and we're going in Toronto. La Rosalia. <laughs> and yeah, I obviously love her music, but I watch the video so much before bed. And then sometimes I find I wake up and I just go on whatever app and it's just always my algorithm. There. And I'm it like, knows. I'm going to bed thinking about her and I'm waking up and it's like, it, it's like, it <laughs> is, right. I, I always have obsessions and for some reason it's her right now. And it just, it's, it's like thrown me off a little bit because mm-hmm. it's so obsessive and so quick. Sort and then of. the like algorithms know. So you're like, yeah, doubly blammoed with it because her dancing is because I always get obsessed with dances or at least I do throughout my life. But for some reason, all of her dances are very simple and catchy mm-hmm. that I'm just like wanting to like watch them over mm-hmm. and over. Oh my God. I feel crazy though. <laughs> like I literally feel crazy. I'm like that, the fact that you like her too. I'm like, Oh, that's so exciting. Oh no, I'm so obsessed with her. I think she's so cool. I think she's got a great voice. I think she's a great performer. I'm really excited to see her live. She's sort of like Bjork energy. Yeah. Like definitely not Bjork. No, but Bjork but can make a pop star, which is what I want a Gaga yeah, to be. Exactly. And, and it's became. yet to be determined how, how it will go for the, <laughs> yeah. she's still very young. I assume. I don't know yeah. how old she is. Um, but like what happened to Gaga? Like I thought she was Bjork and now she's who? She's Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, 
she's like Bette Midler, but like a cyborg or okay, something. Okay, but that's not bad. Actually. No, no, it's not. Like I'm like I a Bette Midler. Bette I'm trying Midler. to like I'm being gracious. I love yeah. Lady Gaga. No, no, but she's no. still. You're right. It's just Bjork is just such an artist through and through, and it always comes off as authentic. Yeah. Whereas even though I do believe Lady Gaga is an artist, and I still do love her, sometimes it's put on. I think. And. I was like, Chromaticabal, why is it devil worshiping hell? Like, I thought it was going to be purple and pink fun oh, planet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, it was weird. Like, I kind of, like, dressed the part, and yeah. then I was like, I didn't know it was going to be brutalist architecture, like, cement. Yeah, it's like, and then at least play Shiza. Yeah! <laughs> like, I appreciate that you played Monster, but, yeah, there was something, like, there's something that's a little bit, like, where are you at now? I mean, it was two years later, like, then True. the... She's out of it. She's out of her Oreo phase. And I just don't know if Rosalia is going to do a horrible movie called House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> you have a lots of really famous great actors did a horrible movie called House of Gucci. I know. Like, it's like, like, not Gaga's fault. House of Gucci was so sad to watch for Gaga. She was trying so hard. Oh, she won that Oscar. Oh, and it's so she got the Razzie. Okay, um, let's get into what we learned. Okay, all right. Oh, what did we learn this week? You came for wet dreams, and you got. Gaga, Rosalia, Rosalia, <laughs> and like a brief mention of us having a break. <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about genitals. So I want me to go first or second? Because... Oh, maybe yours is more related to. Uh, I'll go first. Then. Okay, mine is about memory and memory loss, and specifically Alzheimer's. There's like a oh. cool new book that I want to read about memory that's come out by. La Rosalia. Imagine La Rosalia went into <laughs> neurosurgery. Like, we would not be able to stand anymore. Oh, my God. That's kind of yeah. why we love Bjork because she went into full science. Anyways, continue. Yeah, true. True, true. Um, okay, so they. Um, some new research has suggested that up to 40% of Alzheimer's cases could be prevented or delayed uh, based oh. on like preventative actions that mm. can be taken by people. Like doing a crossword? <laughs> Literally. Yeah. So yeah. these kinds of <laughs> okay, things. Like obviously sorry. there is, <laughs> there, is like, Oops. there has been anecdotes in science and stuff that's come out about that sort of thing. Obviously this doesn't mean it will prevent cases. Like the, the, the scientists and the research is obviously clear being like, just because you do this doesn't mean like there are brilliant minds who are challenging themselves all the time who will yeah. still have this. But um, is there anything in there about smoking weed every day helping? <laughs> yeah. What? Oh, not helping. Oh, hurting. No. <laughs> okay, no. No, let me Mitch, tell you. You just made my heart so excited for a second. <laughs> okay, continue. Imagine I was like, and the solution is edibles. Weed. Um, it wasn't about that, but it was saying kind of like heart disease and cancer, there are there's a way to limit around 12 risk factors and some of them include smoking and obesity and heavy drinking. Those are three that they're like are highly correlated that by limiting them can help. But this there's um, I'm going to give three. One of them I already said was stop drinking. Their advice was by at least 70 is what they said. I was like, Oh, Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. To stop drinking by 70. I was like, I was literally like close my eyes. Like Greg, you can do this. And I'm like 70. <laughs> I think it just in general, it's like it's a you know, it's a minor neurotoxin. So obviously, it's not good for your brain. Well, as you age, like you're not producing neurons in the same way. The strength between them is not as strong, and alcohol doesn't help that. I've also just was reading an article today about all these Canadian scientists, and I didn't really realize alcohol is a pretty 
strong carcinogen. Oh yeah, yeah. And I never yeah. thought about it like that. There and it freaked me out. Was another meta analysis that came out recently, just being like, yeah, in no circumstances, alcohol good. Yeah, ever. Yeah, no, no. The, and <laughs> then back, pretending. they're like, they want to make the new guidelines for Canadians that the amount you need to have to have no negative impacts, like from a carcinogenic perspective and like health heart perspective, is two drinks a week. Uh-oh. And did you know that forty percent of the Canadian population, around uh, under just under forty percent, are doing that currently? Oh wow! Doesn't that make you be like, wow, I'm in that other sixty <laughs> percent, and like, but some weeks I go with nothing. But like, that's not what you would say if, like, if right, they asked right. you how many alcoholic beverages you had a yeah. week. Uh, almost forty percent say zero to zero to two. And part of the study they were saying is it's like zero to zero to two. What does that mean? Like zero to two drinks. A week. Oh, okay. Part of their study was like, it's cause we constantly see the people drinking cause they're on the streets and they're like partying. And so you think everyone's doing it, but it's uh, like, I never so, thought about that. yourself by people who are drinking. Yeah. But yeah. even if you're just walking in the streets of Toronto, you're right. constantly, you're, you're thinking everyone's drinking, and, yeah. but it's like the stats actually prove there's a lot wow. of other people who aren't. Anyways, continue. Okay, Alcohol, number two, bad. obviously sleep, very important, getting okay. good quality sleep. And they suggested short afternoon naps are really good for you and for your memory. Okay. And the, final one was reading so it was Mm. all about keeping your brain stimulated and in particular they recommended fiction because you have to be able to keep track of things and this is gonna Hmm. actually have something to do with you so regards (sighs) to reading or those kind of skills where you're stimulating your brain they said you really want to tackle hearing or vision problems immediately like i'm thinking of your hearing because you listen to so much music in your ears because those two things make it harder to engage in the things that help with memory loss so like if you can't hear well you won't get engage in conversations as much as you age if you can't see well you won't engage with reading as i will engage with like what if i can't hear if i need to learn sign language i will use the house (laughs) boots the house down i will figure out how to communicate i can't wait I'm sure it already does exist. Like, how do you sign boots the house down? I really want to see someone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You do like a little like line dancing jig for boots. And then house, there's <laughs> obviously something for a house. Drop. house like, down. That's the only way to. Yeah. <laughs> you have to so do a death drop. <laughs> or attempt one and just like hurt yourself. Yeah. Oh, I want to see that. That's That'd be great. Okay. Actually, I would love to learn sign language too. Intense. I think it's amazing when people know. Um, okay. What did you learn this week? Oh, there was nothing about edibles being bad or Sorry, just I was, smoking. It mentioned smoking as one of the 12 risk factors. Okay, for so there was nothing about edibles being bad. <laughs> okay, <nine. laughs> um, So I was reading about genitals and they said that in general, scientists will look towards species genitals to help understanding like taxonomical classification because genitals, they think, evolve the fastest of any body part. Like change the fastest? Yeah, like when you're looking at like species that are similar, yeah. they like hone in on the genitals because uh, there's so where much. where they're different. Yeah, because they think that there's the most sort of like selective pressure. Okay. And then that I was kind of like, okay. And then they were like, for example, us humans and chimpanzees, like our closest relatives, our brains and our teeth and like so many other things that they use to classify are actually more sim- similar than our genitals. And then oh. I was like, really? And I looked at him and he's Isn't like, it cause like humans actually have kind of big dicks. Well, no, it was, <laughs> no, it was saying that, that like chimpanzee penises have no glands, no foreskin, and they have a firm bone in them oh, yeah. called a baculum. I have heard and that. they're covered in tiny little spiny spikes. Oh. 
Yeah, and I was like, I honestly, when some if someone gunned to my head was like, what is a chimpanzee <laughs> cock and balls look like? I'd be like, are smaller. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? What I would have been like, yeah. and it's like, no, there's a bone and they're spiky whoa. and there's no foreskin. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and that's why, and that's why I was like, that's okay, no, that is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. you're right. I would have just, just been like, oh, it's just like the same, but small. Yeah, because I'd always heard that humans proportionately have like a pretty large penis, and like so many like apes like bang like a lot. Like yeah. I just like think about how like sex is so weirdly part of human life, and I'm like, it's also a big part of ape life. Well, like most animal life, isn't it? That's like yeah. Let some of them just like live for a day and do that. Like not apes, but like, yeah, that's true. I guess that's like when you look at other animals, it's easier to be like the point of life is just to reproduce. But with humans, <laughs> you're like it's more than that. We like La Rosalia. It's culture. <laughs> But also bonobos, which are like very closely related to us, are all bisexual. There's oh, no what? is yeah. I was like, that is something I want to tell everyone. Okay, bonobos are living in twenty three hundred. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Planet of the Apes? No, what? they're just like in the future. When oh. all when all men are finally by. Uh, yeah, and also it's a matriarchal society and women bond by literally fingering each other and, and scissoring. Oh, that's hot. I know. They get they like it's really hot. And they they like will enter new groups and they'll start with tension and then they'll just end up fully masturbating each the girls and then Whoa. they'll be like, Well, we're actually friends now. Oh wow! Actually, and yeah, it's it's real, and it's Whoa. and then all the men and the women they all bang each other, and they all bang. <laughs> and it's just so much banging. Anyways, bonobos are cool, and they're queer. Yeah, bi. Well, queer. Yeah. I mean, it, is there such thing as a bisexual is not queer? Yes, there definitely is. Are you kidding? There's so many. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like the hockey player down the street. That's bisexual but ain't telling no one and he votes republican okay <laughs> that ain't queer okay so let's get into what dream <laughs> today's podcast is sponsored by audible i love to read but i'm also a busybody freak who likes to read while washing dishes while running, while on me mental health walk. That's why I think Audible is a perfect solution. So Audible is the world's leading provider of spoken word all in one place. They offer audiobooks, but also podcasts. I didn't know this, but theatrical performances, comedy, and so much more. Currently, I'm listening to The Disordered Cosmos, which I personally love a lot right now, but also really recommend that people listen to The Handmaid's Tale read by Claire Danes. If you've seen Claire Danes cry in Romeo and Juliet, you know she can act, okay? <laughs> so you can listen to Audible whenever and wherever, making Audible a great place to get lost in the world of entertainment. New members can always try Audible for 30 days free. Like me, that's how I started, and then I just kind of got hooked. Sign up to Audible today at audible.com slash ASAPScience, or this one's cool. You can text, text ASAPScience to 500-500. And then the like promo will come up. <laughs> so that's audible.com slash ASAP science or text ASAP science to 500 500 on your phone and the promo comes up. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and you can switch therapists anytime. That is very key for me. I have felt the benefits of therapy for years, but at the beginning, it can be really challenging to find one that fits for you. You kind of have to shop around per se, and BetterHelp makes this super easy because A, you're doing it online, and they also give you options to switch 
switch at any time. If you listen to this podcast, you know that we love therapy. We talk about it all the time. It has been the saving grace of our lives for the last five years. So check out BetterHelp. It's a great way to get started working on helping improve your life through talking to a therapist. Personally, I feel more confident. I feel less stressed. A lot of people say it's like going to the gym for your mind. I use that line all the time when I'm telling my friends that it would be a great option to talk to a therapist instead of me because I don't know how to give them the best advice. So if you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. So visit betterhelp.com slash side note today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash side note. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. I'm trying to remember the O-Town song. Part of my liquid dreams. Liquid dreams. <laughs> you know, same as Anna's lifestyle. <laughs> with a little bit of Jackson, Janet Jackson's lifestyle. And <laughs> Janet Jackson's <laughs> smile. <laughs> you got that body like Jennifer. Wow. At the start of my liquid dreams. My, my liquid dreams. dreams. That was That's the Lance Bass. <laughs> Lance Bass one. Wait. He's, He's not, not in it, but like there was the equivalent. Who <laughs> oh, was, yeah. Wait, true. was Lance Bass bass? Yeah. He no. was always like, and I will Yeah, what's take. that video you showed me one time of them performing at that, like the MTV Awards? That was it. And That's literally it. they turn his mic off. <laughs> they turn his mic off because he literally goes, and I will But it's take. really out of tune. And it's bass. My whole point is, is that not bass? That is what I don't think that's what he's doing. He is. I think that Lance bass was always the bass because whenever he does sing, you're like, that's low I don't think bad. he's bass. You think he's... Chime in, everyone. You is think Lance he's what, bass? Tenor? Yeah, like baritone, I would say. I think he's bass. I think he's in the barbershop quartet. He's like, just because like Chris Kirkpatrick had bass face doesn't mean he was bass. I think that. I don't know. The gay one was bass, which is really weird. You think the gay one would not be bass, but in NSYNC, they were breaking the mold. I'm mixing up Backstreet Boys and NSYNC in my head. Like, I don't know any of them. So, whoa, that's it's embarrassing. It's been a long time. Weren't you in a boy band? No. Oh, you seem I like was you in would a be. a screamo band. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's begin to talk about Liquid Dreams, aka Wet Dreams, aka Nocturnal Emissions. Did you read how it was also called Onerogonorrhea? No. <laughs> it was like some studies were like <laughs> nocturnal emissions, also known as oneurogonorrhea. And I was like, that is insane. Are you sure? Yeah. And I looked it up and it was like 
it was a scientific term, but I'm like, there's no way in hell that any human on this planet's ever used that word. Cause why would you like, it's confusing and nocturnal emissions <laughs> works too. I'm not even getting it's like, or oh no, or, and if you are someone who's used that word before, let us know. <laughs> we got you hundreds of messages. <laughs> um, where do we begin? Do we want to just explain like, what is it? I'm sure most people know what a wet dream is, but some might not. Well, it's an orgasm whilst sleeping because men and women can have it with that men. is the common misconception that it's yeah. just a thing for like teenage boys yeah that going through puberty they have like you know ejaculate in the middle of the night and wake up wet and i think it's because it's like maybe a little bit more obvious if you do wake up with your sperms in your sheets mm-hmm. but they said with women a really like common thing that happens is like you, your vagina gets wet and lubricated. Yeah. So you can all, I'm like, it's also a wet dream. Yeah, totally. But maybe it's just not as obvious. It's like people with vaginas versus people with penises. Oh yeah. yeah. Good point. Keep um, that language up. Mm-hmm. Don't want to get canceled today. Yeah. Uh, also though, I, it, it's interesting cause it doesn't have usually associate it with like having a sex dream, but you don't have to No, A lot yeah. of times there's no specific reason. You may not remember the dream. You may not have been dreaming in your own like world. Like your body is just doing it. Yeah. 40% of like the ones that, okay. All these studies are small. We need mm-hmm. to start with that. So studying wet dreams is really funny because <laughs> there's a lot of research, but they're small. And then I also read a study about how getting accurate information from teenagers about sex is Mm. really hard Yeah, because what they find is they'll do meta analysis of people starting at age 14 to like 24 and only at 24 do they start to admit how much they were masturbating when they were 14. There's no way when you're that young. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's anonymous, people are like just not willing to talk about it. So they were like, if you think about all of this research that's actually coming out of like younger people around sex and masturbation, there's this whole study trying to say like, it, we all honestly have to take it with such a grain of salt mm-hmm. and it's almost better to study adults retroactively talking about their sexual Experience activities as at that age. like a teenager. Yeah. Because they're just so new and scared and I can relate to that, but I'm like, that's <laughs> so like, funny that like we need to I talk. mean that makes sense yeah because even yeah if you were being asked in a survey as a teenager about sex even though it's anonymous like a you probably are afraid it's not b you probably also like it's I don't know your brain just works differently I feel like you're not like coming to terms with what the reality of things is at yeah that point. and it's it's kind of embarrassing to even have to write it when no one's looking I remember though I was like I've talked about it a lot on this podcast, a stats can kid. I was so proud. <laughs> and I remember the first time, I think I was like 12 or 13. Like I started young. I started before I can even remember. I just remember doing them. I don't know what the questions Meaning were. You would get surveys and stuff as a representative for like what the for this kind of stuff. Ontario yeah. was like trying to understand about youth. Yeah. And they would be completely anonymous. And I got to leave school and go to this room with this like random lady who I like <laughs> built a relationship with. And when we did our last one, I like almost cried and I was like, Aww. that's weird. Um, she truly just like went on her phone and read a book while I did a thing for like three hours. I don't know why I cared that it was ending, but I remember the first time I got one, which was like, have you had sex? And I was like, what? And I was like, you're like, that's an option. Like it honestly was like messed with me. It was like, might've tampered with your own little trajectory. Yeah. It was kind of like, 
wait, like I know that one guy at my school did, but he's a freak. Yeah. Like, and that's then it was so like, interesting but to it, be like, you think I might have actually yeah, had sex? Because they didn't ask. By now? Yeah. Like, and then it started, I remember, and I was like, I started panicking. I was like, nah, nah, nah. and I remember seeing it and then almost being like, I want to lie and be like, yeah. Because <laughs> then it's like, I like am I a loser? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I do remember being really honest in them and really understanding it was anonymous. And I think if it had asked me about a wet dream, I feel like, I want to say I would have been honest but because maybe... like she wouldn't look at your answers, right? Like she was No, no, there. it was like she was really just in the room to be like a shock. Oh yeah, and she does she would do this crazy way of closing it that was like very clearly like no like when one's you ever going to know. And it's like done yes, in a way yeah, that you had like do a little... it but someone has to hold it after yeah, but they and don't see very it. Very personal questions mm. that were actually very disturbing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like a lot of them I was just like holy shit, I'm so happy I get to say no to like so many of these things. But I just think like these studies, a lot of them are scientists. They're not in that really regulated stats can way that like, who knows how they're doing it. That would mm. make a kid just be like, I don't feel comfortable. Whether they felt comfortable or not. Yeah. yeah. And maybe and they don't even sense. know. I think it is also the difference of when you're young, you just kind of think differently. Yeah. And don't, don't maybe track things as well. I remember not that like suddenly you remember when you're older, but I don't know. I just feel like it's easier to come to terms with something that you might feel shame around when you're older as like yeah. not being shameful about. But when you're young, you might actually be like self embarrassed Yeah, that you don't even want to admit to yourself, you know? So are you're older gonna, and you're like, Oh, masturbating is not that embarrassing. Are we going to admit if we had wet dreams? I've never had a wet dream. No, literally never had a wet dream. Okay. It, okay. If you look at this, it says, well, this is from 1986, a journal of sex research found that 85% of women said they'd experienced a nocturnal orgasm by the age of 21. Oh, I saw that too. So that's like so yeah. high. Mm-hmm. And then for men, it was also really high. What was it? Dang it. Oh, 83% of men in the U.S., this is a more recent study, fa- said they had nocturnal emissions at some point in their life. 83%. So you're the minority. Yeah, I mean jerking off since I was five. Oh my <laughs> God. Which, so let's talk a little bit about like some of the, the like it also actually like uh, regular masturbation does not mean you will necessarily not have nocturnal emissions. So but it does like, impact it. It can, but, but it there are some people yeah, yeah. who like some studies are on people who have like very frequent wet dreams and want, don't want them. Um, you know dream you? life. Well, okay. no, not necessarily. Like you may oh. not be getting like the pleasure of a sex dream. Yeah. You might just true. be waking up what? wet and having to change and be like, this is actually annoying. Okay. Yeah. No, that and is I true. was going to say as much as it for the most part is correlated to an orgasm, they say it doesn't have to be because for even for a lot of like people with penises, for example, you can have semen leakage that is uncorrelated yeah. to an orgasm. Okay. The one wet dream I had, I think it was that. Cause I remember waking up and I wasn't like, Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, unless it already had happened. You can, Oh, you they, could have an orgasm and not know, and you might not be having a sex dream. I sleep on my stomach and it said, <gasps> that's what you're more likely to. Yeah. Have. Yeah. Okay. So the research had said that it is like a, a, when you're going through puberty, your hormones are like, it's why it's, it's so much most common, common in people going through puberty. Yeah. Both your hormones are going girls, crazy. Yeah. You're for the first time experiencing sexuality. Your, your body's like, let's go. And then it's like in REM sleep is when it most likely happens. Cause you got boners, you get boners and hard clitorises. Um, <laughs> but you're also like extremely sensitive. Like your genitals become more sensitive during REM sleep. <laughs> and so they said it, people who sleep on their stomachs have them more often because you're already in a position to like, stimulate it without meaning to. <laughs> I remember I was sleeping over at a friend's house. I was on a couch 
And I oh, remember you had it at somebody else's house. Yeah, and I remember like my underwear. Like I remember the specific. It was like you know when like gay people had to suffer through wearing like Joe boxers because like if yeah. we didn't, we'd be like so gay. <laughs> I remember in grade nine changing in the change room and there was this poor guy who just was wearing like what would be considered like attractive briefs. underwear now like briefs and everyone was like what the fuck he's wearing briefs and i was like whoa and i'm like it's like etched in my brain that like, you were like that guy's wearing briefs wear i was wearing like joe boxers that had ants on it and like the ants were like glow in the dark <laughs> yeah or, like smiley faces that was the class yeah just right? being like i'm a boy i love blink 182 <laughs> but it was like a joe boxer vibe you know what i mean and mm-hmm. it was just like oh my god like i and you do think that you piss it's like I found it to be such a relief because I thought I'd piss the bed out of sleep. Oh, uh, so you were like, but then I was like, oh, why is it sticking? Or like, you just kind of know. Did you know? Okay. Like, I I'm did like, know. I did know. Did I remember waking up. It was like before, like other people, it was like 6 a.m. Okay. And it wasn't like, I don't remember any sexual dream. Mm-hmm. I just remember being like, waking up wet. Yeah. And being like, I fucking wet myself at like the age of like whatever like 14 15 like at like this is hell yeah and then being like oh my god like this is a wet dream and then kind of being like sweet and like going back so to you bed. knew about it already <laughs> you had heard about it yes i had heard about it yeah people were people people were on talking the playground were chatting because i think it was starting to happen because <laughs> right, everyone starts were. talking about masturbating yeah people start bragging about how they can come like, i remember people started like <laughs> quizzing each other being like well what does semen smell like if you actually were able to have yeah it? Like, i remember people <laughs> saying that they'd like come and just like they were liars like you know how like there's yeah, just those like, friends who are liars yeah. and you're like and you're i was like i haven't come and you look like a pipsqueak like there's no way you've come and they're kind of like saying it in this way where i'm like no you did. like in my head i'm just like yeah sure but in my head i'm like you didn't but maybe that's yeah, just because i hadn't and i was like would you remember the first time you came? Oh my god! I think so. Well, no, I actually, do. actually, I, I think I was so, thinking yeah. about Tom DeLonge from Blink One Eighty Two. Thinking, oh speaking of Blink One Eighty Two, I was like thinking about him, and then I came and like was like, my life's over. <laughs> because you were like, it was I was a like, man. fuck, why was it a man? That's so bad. <laughs> I yeah, I just have no distinct memory of wet dream. Like I'm like, I guess it's maybe possible, but I, you know, I have a bad memory to begin with. Hence me like buying this book about memory that I'm about to get. Yeah. My, what'd you learn this week I, was about memory? But it's just cause it, it, it's memorable. I think you, that's remember. what I mean. Like I do have more of a distinct memory of like the first time I came. <laughs> um, and so what a crazy time. Well, I was going to talk about also like talking about morning wood because for, you know, people with penises, it's like relevant because you're erect, in REM sleep, you have like a neurotransmitter, norepinephrine, that actively, I love this fact about the penis. It's <laughs> actively causing your penis to not be aroused. Yes. So it's yeah. like your penis's like natural state is it's to like be hard. full of blood. Yeah. Like, yeah. like the rest of your body has like blood flowing through it, but you have a neurotransmitter that's like through the day, unless you're aroused, <laughs> like stopping blood from going in there. And then when you're in REM sleep, which happens like a handful of times the night, your body often in many ways changes. So like you don't act out your dreams, like a lot of things change and norepinephrine kind of diminishes or gets turned off. And as a result, like often you get erections throughout the night while you're in REM sleep. If you wake up, why it's called morning wood is because people wake up out of dreams and REM sleep is really close uh, to like a light sleep. So it's easy to wake up out of dreams compared to like a deep sleep. I don't really like feel like I get morning wood. Oh, I do all the time. Yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm just like. I think that's a healthy thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. It is a health maybe thing. I'm it's not literally for attention. Health. Or maybe you, if, if I would say if you have a really good synced sleep schedule, it's when I like wake up out of a dream. Yeah. But I think if you have a good sleep schedule and you're in a good, like your body would naturally I'm wake so up so you'd be out of REM. Spoiled with sleep. Like I don't even set alarms. I'm just like, let's go. And so like I don't. I know. I go to bed after you and wake up before you. That happened like once this no, week and now you're it pissed. happens every day. Well, I don't because, know. Learn how to sleep. No, it's because I have anxiety and I'm like, I need to feed the dog. I need to get up and let him out. And if I don't get up by a certain time, I feel really guilty. Oh, okay. So even, like, when I, fine. even when I go to bed late, I'm like setting my alarm early enough to get up. 13% of males... Or this isn't right. This should say people <laughs> with penises. Thirteen percent of people with penises experience their first ejaculation as a result of nocturnal emission. Like uh, they're like, like that's their oh first shit! Experience. I wish that was mine because then well, I would have yeah. been like, maybe it was a girl. Well, you might have just thought it was pee then. Then oh. you might have like it'd be at least you knew about it. If it's your first time ever, that'll you be so like, awkward. Like if your kid was like, "Mom, I wet the bed," and you go and you're like. That's come, hun. <laughs> like, it probably that is like I went to bed. It's like no, babe, that scene in. Like that's hell. You're a man now. Like you and the parent would definitely be so like you did, and then like at dinner, like with the husband, be like oh so. Um, yeah, Frankie it's such came. a weird age. I like do not want to have a fourteen year old <laughs> boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I love, like, there's so many other ages that are cute. And even after that, once they're, like, 18 and you can just, like, talk to them and it's fun. But what if they're hilarious? You're right. But what if they're, like, like, I can't. No, that's not funny. There's just so many things around that age that are, like, gross. And it is sad. It is sad that parents, and maybe this is just, like, a Western idea, is, like, you don't talk about those things. No, yeah. That's what I mean. it's for the best. It'd be so cool if, like, your kid comfortable did. In Periods are so cool. Yeah, like because to, you have to that, talk to your mom and parents yeah. about them a bit more. But I still think there is shame around it. For oh, there definitely is people. shame. But I'm like, I like. There's not so much shame that like people definitely don't talk to their parents about masturbation, or sorry, are more likely to not. Yeah. Whereas periods, there's like actually like things you need to do and buy products and stuff, which right? should be free. Okay, <laughs> I still cannot get over that. Yeah, if you, that, like women have to pay. Yeah, for tampons, like- it is absolutely insane. <laughs> like, and I just feel so bad. Like, whenever people are like, feminism's doing great, I'm like, it is. But like, no fucking man is ever going to allow those that shit to be free. So and it's just crazy because it's like, it's like that's not equality. That shit's free, anyways. <laughs> periods at least there is some stuff that has to be bought so there's but then it's still i'm not saying it's not shameful i'm just like there's a way that like, yeah i think like if you have like an open communication with your family whether that's your parents or your kids you can easily talk about that and then maybe i've mentioned this on the pop before my university roommate had a very sex positive op- i don't know how positive it actually was behind the scenes but <laughs> their family talked about sex all the time yeah openly laughed made jokes like made fun of each other i know the exact families in my life who are able to and do i was that. like that is kind of cool yeah. but i was like the first time i heard it i was mortified you no know it's interesting because you're a large family i've noticed it in my friends who have large families because it's almost like there's more people that like you have to deal there's with more it. experiences yeah. but your family wasn't catholic yeah, we weren't. yeah catholic. but it all goes right. back i think catholic. when you're in a space with lots of people you can't yeah. avoid hiding like when a girl has her period she might be able to hide it or it might just be like i need the bathroom too you know what i mean like, our house was so small that i'm just like oh but you only had two kids that's what i mean like by the side that's what i mean me like me immediately being like yeah it's fine like no one knew anything <laughs> but like if someone took a dank ass shit like that we'd all know. Is, you know and i guess that's not sex that's just like poo but and you um, never had to share a room did you no. i share a room almost my entire life that's 
because I like was the middle hell. boy, so I like shared my older brother, and then as soon as I was old enough, and he that's got his so own room, hell for mm. this type of stuff, like the puberty stuff. Yeah, it was like it was in that age. Oh I finally God. got my own room when I was like almost finishing high school because my older your siblings, houses were so large, but it's just I guess they're like they're like three bedrooms, and I, there's yeah, four kids and that's true. two parents. You need that's six bedroom house. You yeah, need if well, everyone wants their I own. Mean, five. Oh my parents yeah, don't sorry. Want their own. Sorry. I mean, nowadays well, now that's very progressive. Yeah. <laughs> But at the time, it was five. Okay, also this one, again, these studies, it's on like sometimes hundreds of people. The highest ones were like thousands. It's like, and then they extrapolate to be like 83% of US adults Mm -hmm. had a wet dream. Extrapolate. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like, um, what? But anyways, this is another small study that they found 8% of people's dreams based on like self-reporting were sexual and that 4% of those 8% of dreams would result in an orgasm. I was like, that's a lot. Lucky. I know. I was like, that's awesome. Imagine I got to orgasm to La Rosalia in my dream. I honestly don't think I've ever had a dream orgasm. Uh, well, yeah, you haven't had a wet dream. But yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, <laughs> but like, what else? I have just sex like, I would, dreams, but whenever they too. happen, I wake up with a pep in nine step. Yeah. I'm like, that was the oh. best night of my life. And but don't then, they ever get cut out? Like, mine are always cut off too soon. Oh, yeah. I'm always also going up on a roller coaster it, like, for remember. like hours, and then I never go on the roller coaster. <laughs> and then I wake up and I'm like, could have enjoyed that Hannah's Wonderland day, yeah. but instead I'm always anticipating. It's like, that was sex. Is it? No, I've had some like. No, yeah, I've yeah, had some had good sex dreams. dreams. They're, they're real fun. It's like flying. It's like those are the yeah. two best kind of dreams. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever flown, but I've flown with a partner, if you know what I mean. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> but I'd never had a sex dream and then woken up and been like, wet dream. I've Sorry, that one wet dream was the only one I ever had. So do you think it just means, like, like I, I was trying to say too much? Yes, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's why I was bringing it up earlier. It's, it is maybe correlated, but it's like, it doesn't mean if you, if you masturbate and ejaculate a bunch, it doesn't mean you won't have, but it does affect it. Like yeah. I, like a urologist I listened to on a podcast say that it does. Affect yeah, it makes it. sense. It's not like, saying it because won't happen. One of but. the main theories is it's just like for at least, um, people with penises is like cycling out semen, right? Like your body yeah. is I couldn't like, find much on that. But that is what That's people, what I've always been told. Yeah, but there wasn't much actual information yeah. going back to them saying it's really hard to study. And because it's like, how do you literally think about it? How do you study wet dreams? They ha- yeah. You've never had one. I've had one. And They're it's really like so private at a time in your life when you're like not available. And it's, and it's random. It's like the reason that studying like a heart attack is hard. Like yeah. you can't put someone like, in a machine and know when they're going to happen. Cause people like scientists want to know, is the composition different? Like, is there something? Uh, and they've, they've done weird studies with people who have like night ejaculation issues and kind of studied it, but they're like, it's no different. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, well, why is this? Happening? Yeah. I think that's what leads to the idea that like, okay, if you're, if your sperm is just sitting there for too long, maybe it's like good to flush it out get some new ones you know what I yeah mean? like in it's not a bad like theory but it's not like it's something that you should like no for sure no for sure and i remember almost feeling like my health teacher told me that and then when that's I read what the, i thought too i yeah. read the studies this week i was like there Nothing, ain't enough no here like where did yeah. why did like mr Breton say that it must have been i don't know i don't know it's a good it's it's a smart theory and honestly like even when i taught science sometimes kids would ask sense. me questions yeah. and i would just say my opinion. <laughs> 
I'd be like, this will uh, shut him up. I don't feel like saying I don't know right now because I already feel stupid enough. I'm like, this is why. I really just wanted to. So like I found with these studies, like there wasn't very much. And when I was just using like Google Scholar to look up nocturnal emissions, they all seemed insane. Like nothing was modern. Everything like here are Oh yeah, titles. they've come from like 1956. Masculinity in flux, nocturnal emissions and the limits of celibacy in the early middle ages. That's like <laughs> the top study that came up. I was like, what the hell? Um, nocturnal emissions and masturbatory frequency relationships, a 19th century account. Um, and so I just wanted to read a little from that one, a little excerpt. Oh my God, I love Um because it's from someone measuring their nocturnal emissions and masturbation frequency between 1852 <laughs> and 1858. Oh and his name is Philip C. Van Berskirk. And the reason he did this, let me see. <laughs> like so many other young men 150 years ago, he was tormented by fears of the consequences that would result from masturbation and nocturnal emission. He studied the few medical books that were available aboard ship and learned that masturbation and nocturnal emission had dire results. Among other things, they sapped one's strength, caused in innumerable degenerative conditions where symptoms of moral decay could prohibit his ever marrying or siring children and would <laughs> in all probability bring about senility and premature death. Oh my God. <laughs> Living in the 1800s is hell all around. Even if you're like a you white man. You can't even man, be alone and jerk off. <laughs> yeah. Like a white man named like Bartholomew with the most yeah. privilege at the time was still like torture yeah. because his penis was gonna like, like suck i'm his so horny but i'm gonna literal. die if i do it that's so funny <laughs> isn't that crazy that it goes on and on to be like how he was like so scared and that's why he started recording for like four years how much he was masturbating the 1800s no thank you no thank you nothing about that <laughs> like nothing about that Nowhere, no person, king, queen, nothing. I never want to be it. Oh I'm so happy to have dodged the bullet of the 1800s. Yeah. Do you think people will say that about our time at some point? Like in um, 100 years, they'll look back and be like, the 2000s? No, thank you. Yeah, probably probably in 100 years. <laughs> is climate change is coming. Yeah. So it's sort they of might like, be like, oh, that was a nice time. They'd be like, wow, remember when like the climate crisis you had was water? in its infancy? And like, yeah, there was such thing as water. And um, sadly, like maybe this is... A, no, Is not sadly. Any Let's be time appreciative. You would go back to before the 1800s. I guess that was no. Like my as a gay man, true. Yeah, it's really risky. Well, I mean, like into ancient Greece or something. You know, like, oh, were you allowed to be gay there? I don't know. That's what everyone says. <laughs> Actually, like maybe I'd be a hunter gatherer. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't understand that like, Oh, you could live till 80. Like I don't give a shit. <laughs> and they actually had amazing lives. They barely like, like whenever Their like purpose. scientists have definitely, I think exaggerating the positive benefits of the hunter gatherer societies. But I will say like, if you want to trace all issues, patriarchy, um, colonialism, climate crisis, it all goes back to the agricultural boom of post hunter gatherer societies, in my opinion, from a lot of like, but this has been shoved down my throat by science writers. Okay. And so I, part of me is like, I could do hunter gatherer as long as I could bang a man, which I'm sure right. I could. Yeah, like they I weren't, mean, they patriarchy came out of the after agriculture. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Don't, yeah. I don't know that. Cause like I'm it like, was oh, all, I imagine linked. that some hunter gatherer societies might've been patriarchal, but no, it was like literally like, um, from my understanding, even of this book I'm reading now, 
women were able to forage and were able to sustain themselves without men. The men were hunting very shittily. Like they were barely <laughs> getting any food. I love how you take like the <laughs> exact and most extreme opposite view. You're like, it wasn't like the men were doing fucking anything. <laughs> no, okay. they but it is crazy. Were... The caloric intake that the women were bringing in with <laughs> seeds and nuts. Obviously they were like working together. Yeah. But my point is that there was no dominance over women no that they could see. of men. <laughs> yes. No, there was to like, you know, they need give to procreate, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, give their seed. But the concept of agriculture and money and all these things is like where patriarchy started to, to like happen because now the women and like, because of like farming, they weren't able to like sustain themselves and then all this stuff. Like they started to become like, like relegated to like looking after the kids mm. while the parent, like the dad created industry and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this is one feminist scientist writer who I'm currently reading's perspective, but it's interesting. Yeah. Like women were just as powerful as men in hunter gatherer societies. True. So I would want to be alive then to gab with my ladies. And as long as when I got to hunt, I got to bang one. Yeah. And we sure. also got to not have to hide. Well, it. like you said, bonobos, you know? Yeah. It's like, Bye. They, and like, they wouldn't mind. I think hunter gatherers were probably hotter than 1800s men. Yeah, but they probably also all like. Well, I guess you'd stank? just be used yeah. to it. Yeah, I'm just thinking like if everyone stinks, then everyone stinks. And I just think people stink more than 1800s. Because like, don't like even like gorillas and stuff apparently like smell so bad. Oh, wow. Well, if you're just like always out in the wild. Yeah. But I'd smell bad. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, I just my random answer is hunter gatherers. That's as far back as I need to go. But anything from hunter gatherers to now, I don't want. I it makes me so curious. I know we're so off topic, but I am. Side just, note, I am just like you don't want anything just else. Really wish that I could go to those times to experience because sometimes I what time like any any oh. any time. Um, no, just like even going to see the eighteen hundreds because. I often picture it being so different and brutal or even thinking of like the middle ages or I don't know all these different like when like Jesus was around in the two zero eighty or whatever the fuck um, whatever those dates are and if that's real or not who knows um, but sometimes it feels like they're so different but then every now and then I read or see something from those time periods and I think oh my god nothing's changed like humans are just humans and it's like so similar oh my god I think it's so different I know it is so different the like, building's uh, made of wood I, I know I know I know I know it is true that it's so different but there are there are, I can't bring to memory exactly what I saw but I feel like I watched a clip of someone from like the late 1800s talk game of thrones it's not real <laughs> no it was like a one I, i'm probably over exaggerating when like the first camera recording was taken but it just made me feel like oh my gosh it's weird to see people kind of act the same yeah okay i see what you're saying like, like the, obviously yeah. hunter-gatherer society was so different and obviously maybe i'm thinking more like the last hundred years how a hundred years ago was very different but also like we haven't changed that much yeah no that's fair we have but i think like Culturally, of course, we're like so different, but I think cultures, it's like, there's not this weird trajectory of one way. It's like cultures just kind yeah. of bounce. I think a hundred years ago, if that's likely what you saw, cause like if we're thinking of cameras and like, if yeah, it was like, a video, the first hunter gatherer um, camera I watched yeah, the other day, like, that was, was really recent. interesting. <laughs> um, I think you're right. Like they wouldn't be as different. Like that's people's 
grandparents. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like we know them. Like there, there are people yeah. like nineteen. If you were born in nineteen twenty-two, mm-hmm. like that's not that long ago. Yeah. So they could be. I'm, but I still think once you get into that eighteen, like if you get two hundred right. years ago, it's like <laughs> I think it's going to be it's different just enough. So different. And they're, every time they have a wet dream, they're like a demon sucked True. my soul out of my dick. Uh, I want to know so bad what the things for our generation in a hundred years or two hundred years people are will be. Laugh at. Yeah, like our. Crazy quote unquote belief. Oh, they're gonna be like randomly people stopped getting vaccines. <laughs> like when like no, do you think it'll be that though? I feel like vaccines to me is like getting me. It's like But so many people like so many people will take the vaccine. And the vaccines. Yeah, but so saying, like, many don't. Yeah, but I would say uh, like the majority of people are like comfortable. Yeah, that's vaccines. fair. Maybe I'm focusing too much so on. So that's like, why I think who... in the future they won't look at this time and be like they didn't take vaccines. You or... mean like what's the equivalent of having a wet dream and thinking and your thinking soul's you're getting like sucked out of your dick? And like yeah, huh. like, curse you and that you're a degenerate and that you're actually like falling apart. Like obviously there's no similar thing. Well, but what there's are probably there something like, we do culturally? Like maybe our obsession with like staring at screens. Like maybe they yes. want screens. Oh so my god! Be like, the regulation of the phone. Hmm. I think that like in the future people are going to be like, you were all unregulated and you just, and just allowed like, these companies to hijack your oh neurons. Oh my god! It will be like you were so uncivilized. Like yeah, you just like you just it was sat, like doing drugs all yeah, the time. You just were doing a society coke of drugs all day, <laughs> and you were just sitting there looking at your phone. On TikTok, you allowed this algorithm. Like you all <laughs> talked about how the algorithm took over your brain and whilst just, just doing it. Sometimes I think of Wally and I'm like, that they really called it. You mean like all the blubbery people just, just like, sitting in phones, like sitting in chairs, staring at yeah. phones, and like at the time it was obviously still like a thing. Like phones existed, but it has progressed yeah. to more of a degree where like. I stare at a screen for so much. Of so my it life. was like smoking, like on planes, where we all look back. Wasn't that long ago insane? Mm. I think it'll be unregulated use of our social media and phones. Mm. Like and subscribe to this podcast, <laughs> and continue to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like we are living in like a weird, yeah. Like we're making our m- money off of it, yeah. But I, uh, that's just. That's just one prediction. Yeah, no, that's like that's a fun. Element. That's a fun thought experiment. I know. I'm what dreams? Think. I think like we're good with those. Like, yeah, they're no longer they're no longer not gonna suck people's. Sh- they're not. Gonna yeah, be there's shameful. not really any like physical. Maybe I'm just not thinking of it. But there's not. Really, I think we've like come to terms with human bodies. It's like they didn't like the advent of like scientific thinking was only starting, you know, like yeah. in the early 1800s or whatever. So, so there's gotta like, be more to that. Though. Like there is, we are also science minded people. Like we do believe true. in the laws of nature. There are still a lot of people who believe in like, and interestingly, maybe it'll be like how we thought we could solve everything with science. Like I'm not trying to say science can't like help us so much, but yeah. as I've grown older, I've also been like, it's okay to like, I don't know. There's a weird line I'm trying to straddle now of like, I'm not like super spiritual and I don't believe in a lot of like things that feel sort of magical, but there's part of me that's like, I don't know. There's probably things science doesn't understand. And maybe like we're looking now at like indigenous cultures and even like hunter gatherer cultures and being like, actually parts of what they did, they had it right. You know what I mean? Like they were healthy in these ways that we didn't realize till now. And they had like great communities and like, Ooh yeah. Capitalism. People will look back at capitalism and be like, lol, you literally like worked your whole life. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like for a company that you hate. Actually that isn't like literally to sacrifice your love of your friends and family for quote unquote success. Like I think work is crazy. Work is like looking at that. Our dog is laying down right there and his life is just like, yeah, 
just sleeping and eating. And we're and insane. Fun. We're like, we want a dog. So we got to work harder to pay for our dog. Like yeah. you just kind of like the the way that the world has been created. The climate crisis will sadly many people will die for I think that to be the the like catalyst for anti-capitalist change that could give people enough perspective to look back at our time and be like those idiots like they were so obsessed with money and wealth and it like mm. ruined their lives whereas we're just like oh my god do you want to get bottles at the club <laughs> or like whatever like some dumb yeah thing. the relationship to work will be interesting <clears throat> where people are like i used to work eight hours a day and they'll be like wait there's Why? we don't work anymore yeah we have universal basic income basic income these are all very utopian ideas that like yeah. I hope happen. Also the, the way that we just give all of our like assets to the CEOs, like mm. all essential workers have lost money and had their payment capped in the mm. last two years, whereas CEOs I have like made making more than Yeah. Ever. So it's like, that's broken. Mm. Like I'm sure someone could zoom I out and be like, systems LOL. we might look back at and be like, that's crazy that they had those. I mean, obviously, especially if there's like any type of revolution, like that's going to yeah. be looked back at. It's kind of like why people who like, love capitalism and money it's like what like you know what i mean because i think that is a little bit of like the scientific mind did approach is like well we know that's bad mm -hmm. like if you look if you look at it like if statistically we know that obviously there have i been think good there's things. a lot of people that argue that like i'm not i'm not i don't feel like i'm no but with the climate with now with yeah now. but i think some people still believe that capitalism is needed to solve the issue as well like, I don't know. I'm not really making a stance here. I just think some people are like, what is your alternative? Universal basic income for but all. But that's not anti-capitalist. Yeah, Taxing is. the rich isn't anti-capitalism. Oh, is it not? Isn't it's it a like form of it? in the structure of capitalism. Oh, sorry. I, I, know, I guess I like, don't really know how, like, a world outside of capitalism right now is so foreign that it's like, I can't picture it. Like mm -hmm. when I'm thinking yeah, 200 so years, I'm like, in things will change. Yeah. And I think that it could be gone by then, like mm -hmm. 200 years from now, especially with the climate crisis. I more mean like it's an anti-capitalist in this day and age to just be like, we need to tax the hell out of the ultra rich. That that's the weird mm -hmm. thing that some people don't, Let's yeah. just start there. When people don't want to do that, I'm no, just like, well, weird. I don't. Yeah, get we that. gotta just start there. Yeah, like that's like, the one thing where I'm just like, what? Like, what even? Like, like I don't why know. Why are you rooting for them? <laughs> yeah, maybe. And like, isn't it because people think that they might be them or something? I don't know. That's what I always thought. It's like because the person you're talking to is like, well, what if I make a billion dollars? I'm like, well, then you just give away a bunch. Well, of it. I don't know. I think people also have these like preconceived notions that if you made that much money you must have worked so hard to get it Girl, we all have 12 hours 12 hours in a day <laughs> <laughs> we all have 24 hours oh my god it's also so funny i'm like oh god we all know that essential workers work harder than everyone else mm -hmm. they're essential and the backbone of society and literally they're called essential. It's also they're called essential like it's crazy that like we've just stopped banging our pots there was an pans. amazing chart i saw come out recently that compared salaries to how many hours people work and it was like between going from you know like a forty thousand dollar salary a year up until like a million dollars a year and it was the difference in hours was so like nothing of it course was like a graph like this that was maybe only two hours a week different or four hours a week different oh my god freaking ceo like we'll end here because you've probably heard us talk about this forever but we've been in these rooms with ceos they get paid so much money to fly all over the world and read off teleprompters badly <laughs> like literally like we see them at all these presentations and they're like we are here today to talk about to to talk about how we are going to be changing the world 
with our new software. <laughs> and it's like, you're reading that badly. And then they're like, we're stressed because people come to us and they're like, a bunch of people died because of what your company did. And then we have to feel bad. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you do. You're getting paid so much money and do something about it. And then they don't. <sighs> anyway, okay, well, dreams. that was wet dreams. Um, <laughs> We always end up here. Yeah, we do. So thank you so much for listening. Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure you... Do you like these? No. You hit... What do you do? You subscribe? Oh, I thought you were asking, like, do you guys even like these? No. (laughs) You hit something. Yeah. Whatever. You can leave it. You can leave a thing on... Yeah, you can leave a review. If you're on YouTube, you can And if you're watching on YouTube, look at these shorts. I got them from my trainer, and they're... Um, that booty. Oh, yeah, that's a butt. Oh, you're missing out. You see the butt. But, but if um, you're only watching the video, you're missing out for the first half of the podcast. Um, that's on the I'm more just trying to say these are straight person shorts. Do you oh, see that? Yeah, every time I see you now, I'm like, who's that man? Yeah, they go to um, my knee, which is rare in the gay community. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. All right. Bye. See y'all. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.